Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Today I want to talk about belief and faith in God, and we want to ask ourselves this question, do I really believe God? Please enjoy this episode. Do I really believe God? That question can seem harsh, but the question is not to say you don't know the Lord or question your salvation. It's for us to be reflective and see how much we trust God for all the details in our life. You know, many times we think we believe and think we have so much faith in God, but it is the trials and the tribulations that come in our lives and the no's that we hear that make us have the reflectancy. Do I really believe God for this thing that I can't seem to handle? Do I really believe God for this situation that seems insurmountable? Do I really believe God for this thing that I can't fix and I don't have an answer for? And that's when we can believe God in that. That's when we know how much we're trusting God, when we can trust God after the things did not turn out the way we want to. But today I want to take a look at a familiar text. It's in Mark chapter 9. And if you follow St. Peter Baptist Ministries, you'll know that for the last two weeks, Pastor Barry has been preaching from Mark chapter 9, talking about unbelief. And today I want to revisit that scripture again and look at this father again that has brought his son in need of deliverance and um, things didn't turn quite out like he thought they would in the beginning. But in the end, God came through. And so this is right after Jesus came down from the mountain of transfigurations. And when he comes down, he sees the disciples and and arguing with the Pharisees and Sadducees. And so they try to figure out what's happening. And the man lets him know, I brought my son to be delivered uh, from this demon. and, And your disciples didn't do it. All right. And so let's take a look at Mark chapter 9. We'll pick up at verse 14. And we'll try to read to verse uh, about 26. All right. And it says this. And when it came to and when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning with them. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wherever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and he gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to the disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. And he answered and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground, and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it? How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oftentimes it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of this child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. 
help thou my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore, and came out of him, and he was one of the and he was as one as dead, insomuch as they said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. Alright, so we see a lot in that that scripture, right? But the one thing I, I love about this text is it reveals what many of us go through in our lives. The father had faith that if the son got in contact with the disciples, that he could be delivered. And when he brought his son to the disciples and he didn't de- and they didn't deliver his son from the foul spirit, then he began to begin to question, well, could God do it? Because he looked, think about the faith he brought them. But when he came to Jesus, he said, I brought them to him and they couldn't do anything. And he says, listen, if thou would have compassion, if thou can do anything, deliver them, have compassion on us. He said, if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. So now he's questioning, God, if you can do anything, Jesus, I need you to have some compassion on us. And then Jesus said, if you believe all things are possible. And he cried, I believe, help my thy unbelief. So he came to a place, I have some faith, but Lord, can you do this? Can you do this thing that I've been dealing with for a long, long time? It's been causing me trouble, causing me harm, and I don't know if you can do it because I've been praying about it. And I brought it to some people that know you and they could do anything. So now I'm asking you, God, what to do. And and, And the Spirit acts up right in front of Jesus. But so he's now questioning, like, look, I believe, but help my unbelief. And that's what we have to ask ourselves. Do I really trust God? Because I trust him when the outcome is like I thought it would be. I trust him when I hear yes at the first time. I trust him at the first doctor point when the doctor says everything's okay. But do I believe God after the ninth or tenth door of my face have been closed for this thing that I want to do? Do I believe God after the fourth or fifth job opportunity Come, you know, it's closed in my face. Do I believe God after I was denied for another promotion? Do I believe God after the relationship seems in so much trouble and I wonder if things are ever going to turn around because I've prayed and I've counseled, I did something, but it's nothing's changing. Do I believe God once I've heard no? Do I believe God when I don't get the results that I expected? Because this is what happened with that father. He did not get the results that he expected and it caused an argument between the Pharisees and the disciples or the scribes and the disciples, and the people standing around. And so now he's saying, listen, I believe, but help my unbelief. Because I, he's really having a problem here. I don't know if you're going to do this for me, God. I know you can do it, but will you do it for me? And so then we have to ask ourselves the question, do I believe God? Yeah, I believe you'll do it for other people. Yeah, God, I see you do it for other people, but God... Will you do it for me? I've heard no a lot. I've been through some trials and tribulations. Things not looking like they seem. And I don't have an answer. So as many times we have faith in the things that we can change. In the things that we can do. In the, in the way we can figure it out. We say I have faith but we start working on it. But that thing that's impossible. That thing that you can't figure out. That's, that's unchanging. That's not wavering. That, that thing. Do I really believe for God to do that thing that I've been toiling over and and worried with and 
suffering with and going through. So I really believe God will do that. That's the question I have to ask. Because you'll believe. If you, if you listen to this thing and you've accepted the Lord as your Savior, you believe in God. You believe in Jesus Christ. You have faith. You're a Bible believer. watching the blood of the Lamb. You have faith. But do I believe God for that thing that I cannot handle? Because we trust Him. We call it trust, but we really are putting confidence many times in our ability to make something happen. But when you can't make nothing happen, when you can't make nothing change, when things don't get seem to be getting better day after day, year after year, do I just let it be? Or do I say, God, help my unbelief. I got to trust you, God, for this thing that I can't change. And God, you be honest. I really don't believe you're going to do it for me. Whatever reason, God, I don't believe you're gonna do it for me. If I don't believe I'm worthy, if I don't believe you have time, if I don't believe, if I believe it's just this what my life is gonna be from here on out, I don't believe you can do this. Because I asked and nothing changed. Prayed and nothing changed. I mean I fasted and nothing changed. It didn't change in my timing. It's been five years, it's been six months. It's been a long time, and ain't nothing changing. So I'm gonna let it go. This is what my life is going to be like. I'm okay. No. God, I believe, but help my unbelief. Because I got some doubt right here. I got some fear right here. I got some anger right here. I got some bitterness right here. I got some frustration right here. I ain't never seen you do this. I ain't never seen you turn nothing around like that. Now, I heard about some stuff, but I ain't never seen that done. So I don't know that it can change. Say, God, I believe. Help my unbelief. Be honest with yourself. This is not saying you're not a believer, but maybe I'm not believing God for that thing because I don't have faith that it's going to turn around because it's been this way so long. But I want to let you know today that God said, if thou can believe, Jesus said, if thou can believe, all things are possible. God said in his word, Behold, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard to me for me? The, the, the Elijah, um, the, the, when Elijah was dealing with the lady, he said, This is a light thing in the sight of God. The Bible says, All now to him is able to exceed abundantly above what we can ask or think according to the power to work within us. So God can do the impossible. Believe him for the impossible. Take the limits off. Trust him. Take your mind off it. Take your hands off it. And remove yourself from all your history with the situation. And know that God is able. And cry out like this man did with tears. God, I believe, but help my unbelief that I may see your will done in this situation and in my life. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray something I said today would encourage your heart to to begin to search your heart and ask God these questions that you can find an answer in him and be at peace, trusting God going forward for anything that you may face. God bless you. And I thank you again for joining me on this podcast. If you listen to this podcast today, you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, 
I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day. If you or a loved one needs to speak with a mental health professional, just dial 988 to speak with one.